Justin's on his phone. I'm He's talking to somebody. He's I'm being a bitch because in, we're supposed the, to record this more, episode. The more that I I'm sing, just gonna I keep can't talking over the, him. Okay, I'm putting it down. I can't. <laughs> I can't finish. Jimmy to Christmas. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Burn Sandwich, the podcast about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast discussing topics like can money buy happiness and other things of that nature. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I bury the lead? uh, No, you unburied the lead. (laughs) You you, you fucking shoveled that shit right out in front. (laughs) Shoveled that shit, put it on your doorstep, and lit it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. For episodes more, perks, and everything, sign up for the mailing list at brainsamich.com. Brain, you cut me off more. S-A-M-I-C-H. God, you're fired. Dot com. That's brain, S-A-M-I-C-H.com. Are you just going to keep repeating the website? Yes, because you keep interrupting while I'm spelling it. People need to know how to spell sandwich. <laughs> it's like sandwich, but sandwich. <laughs> sandwich, S-A-M-I-C-H.com. Well, Go with it. Brain, S-A-M-I-C-H. Oh, now you're cutting me off. <laughs> Booyah! Booyah! Boom goes the dynamite. Uh, so, boom. Oh, you got <laughs> I will reach over this table and I will punch you in the nose. Uh, yeah, you can go there, sign up, and you'll get special access to our VIP episodes. They are specially released episodes that are only for our email list. Only. 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 And in the future, we're going to be working on more secretive things like giveaways, partnerships, business Maybe things. Maybe some cool interviews. Swag. You never know. Swag. Stickers. <laughs> stickers. Oh, my God. We're going to hand out stickers. I got a bright sandwich sticker. <laughs> you can put it on your fridge, your window, your parents' car. You could you could say that you could put it to the window. Or to, to the, the wall. wall. And on hot days, the sweat that drops from your balls <laughs> down is not a good thing for your stickers. Down. Skeet, skeet. Motherfucker. Whoa. Down. Skeet, skeet. Down. Oh, there was no other swear word? <laughs> I don't listen to that stuff. That's like 2002. Well, before 2010. So. Uh, the first time I heard it was on Need for Speed Underground. Every reference two. you make is to a video game or a comic book. I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> sir. The first time I heard somebody say that was... <laughs> <laughs> the first time somebody criticized me for being a nerd, I'm sure it was about a podcast or a comic book. Or a... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to be in a thing of the day, but I've been trying to be... <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Come hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that? That was the the uh, Miley Cyrus before oh. she went nuts. Oh, <laughs> before she went nuts. <laughs> before she came in like a wrecking ball. You're so loud. <laughs> At least I'm not doing it directly into the microphone. Uh, Blow out everybody's eardrums. I should have been taking notes, With but I Madelsa forgot. With tones. What? What? Yeah. Oh, this is going to keep... Just give me a second. Oh, God. Justin's no, I just had to... For... Okay, you just go. I'll just... If Chris is listening to this episode, it's when you're messaging me about our enunciations. Mm. Chris, you're ruining everything. <laughs> See if that blows his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a uh, pat on the back today because uh, I get... Uh, f- wow. A lot of episodes ago, I gave a shout out. To- a lot of episodes ago. Nice framing there. <laughs> well, I don't know exactly what episode it was, 
But I gave a shout out to my buddy Sean, and he was in the store today. He's like, dude, it was really cool when you gave me a shout Did out. Did he tweet us? I think so. Okay, because somebody was like, hey, thanks for the shout. I was like, I don't remember shouting out anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't checked the tweets today, so uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, hey, hey, Sean, how's it going, bro? <laughs> oh, whoa, double shout outs? Not, not cool, man. Whoa. Should he start paying you're, us? <laughs> you're overextending our brand image. Whoa. I mean, you just went. You just went Trump fingers on me. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Believe it's, me, it's overrated. It's huge. It's all lies. Fake well, news. Well, we're like Trump. We're trying to stick our name on everything. Brain sandwich towers. Brain sandwich steaks. Brain sandwich <laughs> university. <laughs> Brain sandwich beauty pageant. Mm. You know what I saw today? What? Speak of entrepreneurial pursuits. A bird. No, I saw an advertisement for. A kid who's an entrepreneur. Now, yeah. this is interesting. He's like 14 or 15 Wait, years old. where did you see this advertisement? On Facebook. Oh, okay. It might have been Twitter. Anyway, the important thing is, so I know you don't keep up as much on like business personalities like I do, like your Ted Rubens, your Gary Vaynerchuks, those kind of people. I know Dave Rubin. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> you just got Stratton. Motivational business speakers, yeah. basically. They're not really motivational speakers but they do give speeches in their spare time like a uh um chris farley um <laughs> yeah. government <laughs> government cheese living in a van down by nick foley that's it what the hell man anyway <laughs> well you said motivational speaker yeah so you get your people who are kind of you see them all over kind of like a ty lopez who's that Ty Lopez, the guy who was all over Facebook. You know, guys, look at my Lamborghini here. I started oh, with forty-seven dollars. Forty-seven dollars. Oh, his YouTube. He's on. Like yeah, the, yeah. Well, he's on Facebook. Do you want to know how I got this Lamborghini, guys? How would you just go buy this? You, every every one of his videos starts with, "You know what? I came from the bottom. Had forty-seven dollars in my bank account. It's always forty-seven dollars in his bank account." <laughs> so anyway, obviously they stick to a formula. It works. So they're like, "Oh, you got to hustle." Or does it twerk? Yeah. It. They're what. What you twerking with? What you twerking with? So they, they're always pushing the hustle mentality. You got to hustle, do your stuff. Now, I listen to this because I saw that this kid had a video of him giving a speech at like a real estate conference or something. He's like, you know, this is your brand. You, you got to push it and blah, blah, blah. And you got to have, you know, you miss 100% of your shots that you don't take. That's and the a whole... Wayne Gretzky quote. No, it's a Michael Jordan thing. But Whatever. Anyway. Same thing. But basically, everybody uses that quote in motivational speeches. And I had like a certain kind of old man moment where I'm like, what the fuck does this little pesky little whippersnapper know about hard work? <laughs> but it's at the same time, it's like, okay, that's something somebody would have said to me when I was coming out of college yeah. and it pissed me off. But I was 19 and I was a consultant back then. I wasn't mm. going around talking about, you know, missing all the shots and doing the hustle when like I haven't even hit puberty yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. Because I remember you getting frustrated when people would just turn well, you like, down because they I, see how old I had you like were. an internal conflict. Because I'm like, the kid is, he's like hustling. He's grinding for the money. But like, I, I just can't, I don't feel it. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're saying a lot of really motivational stuff that if somebody just five years older than you would say it it would like oh yeah that's it's gonna get me pumped he's like a mini ty lopez but blonde with braces <laughs> blonde with braces but i i don't know child motivational speakers that's an inch i've never seen it before is it is it gonna be like the new pageants like the new mom pageants there'll <laughs> <laughs> be a reality show of just child motivational speakers and instead of their moms going crazy it's their dads <laughs> yeah well and the thing is like it's it's interesting because everything I've seen from it 
is it's very formulaic and looks like everything that these other guys I've mentioned. It looks like a Ty Lopez thing. It looks like well, a Gary Vaynerchuk. And that's... Be- you know, kids sitting in front of a bookcase going, oh, yeah, we got some great questions on Instagram today. Yeah. We're going to do some shout outs. You know, intellectual well, shit. it's like how we were t- talking about, actually, last week, um, when we were talking about how back a couple of years ago when cover songs were huge on YouTube, like they're still relevant now, but there there was a time where you, you'd hear a new single and within 20 minutes you'd see 40 people post their cover version of that particular song. Or even before the song came out somehow. Yeah, and it would always be the same formulaic video. Let's set up like two lights in front of us, one behind us, some of those strung Christmas lights. Yeah. Take everything down low. I'll put a leather jacket on, yeah. even though a leather jacket is extremely stupid and uncomfortable to wear yeah. while playing guitar. And there'll always be slow panning shots around the individual, very, very focused on the individual. Uh, everything's pre-recorded. Nothing was done live. Yeah. Um, and there were a couple of uh, people I said that that did do it live. That did do it. Dead do it live. That did that do it live. Ah, you can oh. take our live, but you'll but never you take, take our, our midgets. <laughs> um, but Justin, you can't make fun of midgets. Why? Did you just assume my bacon? Whoa! Hashtag Triggered. don't assume my bacon. <laughs> so yeah, like, and it just really would frustrate us seeing these people that. You know what? There's some good singers on YouTube, whatever, but they were literally just making money and good money. Oh, you're out of alcohol. I'm out of bourbon. <laughs> they would make a lot of money off somebody else's name, basically. And you would, it would, without a doubt, if they were to, if those individuals were to try and release an, an actual single of their own, it would do not even a quarter the amount of views as a. As a I was going to say a Tyler Perry cover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. And, like, that kind of phase, as we talked about, I think, a couple weeks ago, that phase kind of passed where... your eyes are starting to get itchy. Uh, I have to learn to blink while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy just stares at me creepily with like wide eyes and just he's like a robot. He doesn't move. So anyway. Until he gets a drink, but then he turns like a robot to get the drink and you That's I'm out of alcohol. I'm going through alcohol withdrawal <laughs> right now and I get itchy eyes. <laughs> it was like ten minutes ago you finished your drink and now you're like, Oh my god, I'm getting the shakes. I'm Jones. Oh my god. I'm Jones for some bourbon. <laughs> Uh, anyway so basically it came, tommy's literally licking the glass right now <laughs> it came to a point because we talked about his tears taste like bourbon <laughs> in recent years shut up so i can make my <laughs> point um in recent years it's come to a point where like people are doing the cover still but like where you're used to see like your 1.5 million you've yeah. used for a cover song by like boyce avenue or something like that yeah. which i still like their music yeah yeah Th- these people are all pretty good singers they're, they're modern pop nickelbacks they're, they have a formula they stick to and somehow who, who is that um that one though that uses like insane auto tunes oh your your goots yeah what's his name alex goot. alex goot where it's just disgusting but um yeah i'm assuming you're gonna say like nowadays they're, they're still getting... i think people have gotten wise to it yeah like because you're seeing those covers do like fifty thousand, and all those artists are now on the oh i can't make money off selling my covers so i gotta go on patreon yeah oh yeah um, which to each their own i know some people use it 
effectively and right. Some people, I think, abuse the system. I mean, we've we've seen people who have abused the yeah. system, though. Um, well, wasn't there that one guy that said, "Hey, everybody, why don't?" You? Oh no, he used Kickstarter, and he was like, "Hey." Why don't, can you please help donate to my album so I can make my own album and then when oh the album no he came didn't out, even he didn't even do Kickstarter because Kickstarter you like reward people with perks. oh was it he Patreon? was just no it was a PayPal oh just give me money to make my album and then and then still have to buy it. and then you're still gonna have to buy the album when it comes out I was like no at least do the Kickstarter well in the, if people buy like spend ten bucks or whatever give them the fucking album well and the thing that's unfortunate in regards to that is because. Uh, it, there's different fan bases for YouTubers than there are, or, or uh, YouTubers than there are for podcasters. I find, especially when you're a music YouTuber, you can easily take advantage of people too. Because if you're, say, an attractive mid twenties YouTuber musician, you immediately get those young, impressionable people swoon girls that just are addicted to you and will literally do anything for you. Yeah. So if you have a thousand of those and say, hey, can you guys donate 10 bucks to my Patreon so I can make an They'll album? probably hawk their parents' credit card. Exactly. Whereas, and, and that's sad. Like, if you're taking advantage of young kids that don't know better. Well, and the thing with being podcasters, we can't rely on our great looks. I know because... And they're ever so present. <laughs> they are. They're really... Like, there's actually... If you could see the studio, there's actually a screen in between Tommy and I right now because our 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 general attractiveness, like beauty, is so bombarding that if we look at each it's other... It's like looking into a laser. I know. If we look at... A if, laser of beauty. <laughs> if we see each other's beauty... Beauty lasers. Be- beauty lasers will be created... And probably destroy the space well, shuttle. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say split the universe or something. Yeah, well, it would it, in turn because it goes forever. It will in turn get to the end of the universe and then come back and destroy the world. Distracted by each other's beauty, but you know, no homo. No, no, no homo. But um, yeah, so beauty lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of this episode. <laughs> beauty oh, lasers. Beauty lasers and happiness. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we don't, basically it's for your own safety. Uh, I know we occasionally put pictures out there that you see us. Those are heavily doctored. Which by the way, the pictures you posted of yourself today, <laughs> I replied under our brain sandwich account. Really? And, yeah. It was cause you put up the picture. And I was just like, oh, I have something along the lines of Justin, learn how to grow a fucking beard. Sincerely, hey, Tommy. Hey, hey. I trimmed my beard. That's it why. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you trim your beard. <laughs> well, you've also been growing yours for how long? Oh, I don't know. It was, I shaved it once in December. It is a luscious beard. I will give you that. It does. It needs some upkeep right now at this moment. Yes. At, I'm actually... It's getting at to this the, moment, I will... If, oh, what was that from this Shania Twain? Uh, uh, from from this moment. This you, damn it! We're just sing never, another one. Just sing another one. What's uh, another Shania one? Who's baby? Who's number? This is the most random, stupid show ever. We're still talking about the topics that we're talking about, though, right? <laughs> Shania Twain, beauty lasers. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. Well. <laughs> What was the point I was making? Oh, beards. Beards. <laughs> I've got to. <laughs> beards, Shania Twain. And lasers. They go hand in hand. There's the episode. Oh, beard, lasers, and Shania Twain. 
<laughs> oh, beard lit. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, if I if my, my beard's still pretty short right now, because I, I cut it only like, I trimmed it a, uh, like a week or two ago when I got my hair cut. Well, my whole problem now is that the mustache portion of it is getting to the point where they're starting to curl and they're stabbing my upper lip <laughs> and it actually hurts. <laughs> no, I, 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 you do grow a better mustache than me. That's one thing you do you have a better. Of. I never used to. I just, one day I let it go. Let it go. Grow let a it, stash. Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> Can't hold it back anymore. Okay, okay. that's enough singing for this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, there's never enough singing. We're, this podcast is slowly going to devolve into just us really crappily covering songs. <laughs> hey, hey, people die. Hey, exactly. Yeah, um, well, yeah, but at least you don't have this giant forehead of mine. What's that got to do with beards? No, but I'm saying like you're you're commenting about your beard stabbing. I could shave you. some of it off and then put it on yeah, my just, forehead. No, paste it on my forehead, so, <laughs> so I I have less of a forehead. But it's just I don't know. It's it's my camera on my phone because and I even showed you the other day. Yes, the the wide, wide angle, angle lens does not help. <laughs> no, I will I will take a picture and um, I'll make sure when this podcast goes up to post the picture of me teasing like seeing what my camera can do with the angles to make it really accentuate my forehead <laughs> and then i'll do the opposite where i can t- tilt the other way where it looks like I have a giant chin like i thought you're gonna say a vagina <laughs> <laughs> no i have a jay well, you, leno chin you tied those words in i have a giant chin <laughs> i have like, a giant chin why have a giant chin <laughs> i have a giant chin <laughs> Was it? Was that? Did you say vagina chin? Oh, I have a vagina yeah, wait. chin. Can you? Well, that also just sounds like you're petting your face. Well, I'm petting my face. Bearded. I don't know if you can hear that. Well, oh that yeah, that's like that's, a dog. That's a real good scruffy. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> no, I. Now I've got to tame this beast. Well, once I get to the point where I can pull the beard away from the skin. Yeah, like right now it's fine, um, but. Yeah, I think we do. When you trim yours, we need to take photos of it. Uh, I don't Come know. Come on, it would be so funny. No, because I look at the hipster photo you took the other night when I was drinking the wine. Hey, I was like, you were game. <laughs> I know, but I got looking. I was like, I know I'm not a hipster. That makes me look like a no, douche. No, no, no. <laughs> but the thing is, when we trim your beard, it won't. We won't be. Well, there will probably be one hipstery picture, but it'll be like it'll be the one where I big curl. mutton chaps, mutton chaps, mutton chaps. And then we can do like a Van Gogh. Wait, no, we'd have to figure out the order to do it because if you do one, you can't just put it back. Well, the first one to do would probably be shave just the space between the goatee. The and space th- between <laughs> the goatee and stash. Yeah. So basically have mutton chops with a Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then get rid of the, the chinny part and then just have a mustache and mutton chops. Not by the hair on my chinny chin. Yeah, um, and then get rid of the mutton chops and just have your stash, which I can't wait for just the stash picture. I'm not looking forward to that one. (laughs) It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, because I did once do that, and I shaved, and my stash was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might be, if I cleaned it up, I'm not sure because... Or handlebar mustache. Yeah, I was thinking about that because the this part that I curl right now, it drapes down over now. Yeah, like it looks like it could be one piece. Yeah. You could get away with it. I'm going to try and go for some sort of European look. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
you know what that sound is, people. It's word. Word. Of. Of. The. The. Day. Day. <laughs> Ooh, that was very quiet. <laughs> oh, they'll hear it. Yeah. Because we're in your ears. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so, word of the day. Tommy gives me a word that he pulls off the internet. <laughs> That's either very obscure or just interesting, and I have to try and use my noggin thing and create a uh, my personal Justin definition. And I would say about ninety eight percent of the time, I'm accurate. Mm, I would say significantly less. No, but no, that's well, the beauty we don't of this need to podcast. get the, we don't need to get the math. Okay, ninety eight point five percent. Okay, there we go. Agreed. You know what? Next episode, I'm gonna do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, your word. Yes. Is yes. Adiothermancy. Adiothermancy? Adia. Adiothermancy. Um, <laughs> Would you like me to spell that one? Yeah, that's, how long is that? Adiothermancy. A D I A T H E R M A N C Y. Adiothermancy. Adiothermancy. Okay. So this He's going to forget it in two sentences. Adiothermancy. Sure, sure. Is that right? Go ahead. Okay. Adiothermancy, if you uh, don't know, Tommy. I can't even read it from here. Uh, you're blind, motherfucker. Well, not blind. It's just you're... Some fries, motherfucker. You're blind, motherfucker. <laughs> Adio, adiothermancy, right? Stop repeating it. And I'm just... just making sure I'm getting it right. Okay. Okay, so this one actually is... is uh, it comes... It, it was originated around in the 1962s. <laughs> <laughs> the 1962s, as if there were multiple instances of 1962. Yeah. And nice. uh, basically... The Sasquatch years. Exactly. It was, uh, it was a term used for people who worked in um, very, very big freezers. Um, and it was the type of clothing that they wore, um, because basically if you work in, in a big freezer, you obviously have to do like, uh, freezery, stock, freezery things, freezery things, <laughs> no, like stock check and stuff. And so you have to do math. Um, so these particular jackets that the, 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 the individuals that were doing the inventory would wear would have a little abacus on the side. And they would use that to add um, the stock in hand. Um, and the particular jackets were actually... T- <laughs> Dude, <laughs> stop looking at me like that. What? <laughs> the the particular jackets were actually made by the, the thermos company. Um, and so in order to just make it easily said, hey, I want to go get an adiothermacy jacket uh, because it has an abacus on the side and it's sponsored by thermos. So there you go. That's right, right? <laughs> oh, that was a very abrupt ending. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I well, sometimes ran, I drag it on too I long. ran out of words. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of thinking. Adiothermancy. Impermeability to radiant energy. <laughs> so if you're wearing one of these thermal jackets, now the, adi- the adding part, not so much. Well, no. But <laughs> it was an app you could download <laughs> in the 60s. In the 1962s. On what? Your touchtone phone? <laughs> no, on your abacus. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, you know what I remember, speaking of abacuses, is that um, this the elementary school that we went to... Abacuses? Would it be abacai? Abacai. A flock of abacai. A flock of abacai. Um, is that the, the elementary school that we went to, and I know you were only a year behind mm. me. I remember using an abacus. Yeah. In we, kindergarten. 
We used abacuses, abacai, a- abacai, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it kind of sounds like a, like a a European Bond villain. Abacai, you can't stop me, abacai. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we did use abacus is abacies abacies in elementary school, and I even remember. Do you remember using? Little personal blackboards that we would have. Yes, yeah. yes. I can hate it. That's things. how low budget our school was. <laughs> how did we even afford those low blackboards? Well, they had. Been, our school was built in 1950, so they just left them around from the day one. <laughs> Twelve years before the ad abacus thermal jacket. Yeah, the abacai thermal jacket. Uh, we should patent that. I think it would be totally useless. <laughs> well, no, no. You could you could do um, a sleeve. Obviously, we wouldn't use an abacus. We would use like a digital curve display on your arm so that you could outreach your body temperature, your heart rate, stuff like that. Be pretty cool. Can I just say, when I worked as a store standard in Wal- at Walmart. Walmart. In, Walmart. In Walmart in high school. <laughs> high school. <laughs> high school. Um, the freezer. I hated the smell of the freezer. Really? Because it always like... Interesting. Have you ever been surrounded by a lot of really cold milk? Yeah. It stinks. <laughs> but that's it's very interesting that you say that is because I probably around the same time what how you old were you worked at the grocery store. Yeah, how old were you when you worked at Walmart? It would have cuz I 16, I started, 16 17. Okay, so I would have been at EB by then, but when I was 16 I worked at a grocery store and don't tell me you like the smell of the freezer. I my favorite time was working in the freezer. Oh. Mainly because... Why are we even working together? <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, can leave. Um, mainly because uh, it was nice and cool. Um, well, in the summer, I'll give it that. Yeah. And I I don't know. I like freezer smell. Not necessarily milk freezer smell. But, like, we have a big deep freeze in my house. And sometimes I'll open it up and just tilt my head in and go... <sighs> smell the old broccoli <laughs> yeah and then uh, and i don't know i like that cold crisp if, if there's anybody out there okay that, but that's see i can see where that's different because i'm yeah like we said yeah. i'm literally talking about the smell the of milk smell it's yeah something about the milk yeah and, and, the I, and, I, and, and the i get bags. i get what you're coming from with that yes and in canada we have bagged milk mm. um but no i get where you're coming from that i do know the dairy smell yeah yeah um, but also I liked working in the freezer too, because at the independent, um, it was weird because the dynamic with people there, there were like a group of four guys that were like lifers oh. that like treated me like some, like, I don't know, were like, they just, I literally walked into the back room once all four of them were standing around and the minute they saw me, they dispersed. <laughs> And I mean, these guys are like 40 years old. I'm you were like 17. Fu- you were a fucking I'm leper. 16 years old. That was kind of how I f- uh, felt when I worked at um, the metal fabricating shop because it was me and Zach. We were 17. Everybody else was like 50 and yeah. up. And we weren't allowed to sit with them in the lunchroom. Like this it was weird. Like, and, and I wasn't mean to anybody. I didn't say anything. And nah, you're an ignorant millennial. That's what you were. So I I like to work in the freezer because, A, I didn't have to deal with customers going, do you know where the barbecue shop is? And and stuff like that. And uh, so I just got my quiet time. Now, mind you, I could still hear the radio. And um, the radio in that summer, it was that one, I don't remember the name of the song, but there was one song that played all day. 
every day <laughs> do you remember how it went like in tune uh it was sung by a girl <laughs> okay that doesn't help and no was it joss jo jo jojo no i think she was british it was a very like summer poppy oh um very like uh, whatever we're gonna have to go through a top 40 chart of 2000 whenever the whatever fuck it was. yeah <laughs> it, it'll be on that chart because it was played every every shift Ugh. um but yeah so i hated that place no well it wasn't the worst job i ever had um the worst job kfc <laughs> no actually i didn't really hate kfc weren't you only there for a day I was, no i was there for four days oh um no i was at a call center for six hours that's the <laughs> shortest job i ever had um no, the I don't know if I have ever had the worst job. Like there's always something I enjoyed about every job I've ever had. Yeah, same thing. Like like there were more positives than negatives. Yeah, there's only like one or two things per job I had that I didn't like. With the metal fabricating shop, it was the danger. Yeah, <laughs> danger I zone. Almost lost my fingers between two steel plates that were a ton, really? a ton apiece. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, that was because my boss was like, oh, just drop it down off the forklift. Oh, just, just hold these sheet back. <laughs> um, and that's the thing. Like, even with the grocery store, I didn't like the grocery store, but I didn't hate it. Um, but the minute I got my job at EB, I was like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's EB. Um, and lo and behold, 10 years later, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I hate this. Yeah, I think they'll maybe down the road I will do a, a detailed episode about what happened with me. At that ADK's. is in one of our episode idea. One of our 44 to 50 yeah, episode ideas. Um, where I will go into detail. Now, it'll only be like the last two years because that's when shit the hit shit the fan. hit the fan. Because um, prior to that, it was fine. It was a fun job. I love the people. And I'll preface before we even do the episode. Everybody that I worked with, I loved like everybody at store level what? well not everybody but i can think of a few <laughs> yeah there, there's always a, a couple bad apples in every bunch. workplace has got a dumbass yeah um but the majority of the people that i worked with were great um it was everybody above the store level so my boss's boss yeah um they were disgusting hell and, i like being there i spent a ton of nights just chilling <laughs> around shooting the shit yeah and I will go into details, and I will use names. I don't care. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, that's just how... Actually, no. We're assigning code names, because on the off chance that somebody does get a hold of it, I could be sued. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll use code names. Damn it. Damn that Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just use very obvious names. <laughs> Your boss, Todd. <laughs> He's a leprechaun, basically. <laughs> Um, no, sorry. He's a midget. He's a midget. <laughs> I hear he likes bacon, though. What does that have to do with anything? Well, whoa. Did you just assume my bacon? Ah, ah two in one episode. Um, but yeah. But speaking of jobs and money and stuff like that, the general topic of this episode was. Yeah, let's move this along. <laughs> well, we're basically halfway through. I know, but I I got things I gotta do. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, the the come on, come on, come on, come on! <laughs> Don't rush me, <laughs> Justin. Can money buy happiness? I was going to say that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tommy. Can money buy happiness? No. I was going to say yes. <laughs> really? Oh, I mean, it really depends. This is a very nuanced question. Obviously, there's it's one of those things where you could make the argument in both kind of areas. In general, 
No, you cannot buy the emotion happiness. <laughs> you cannot go into the app store and buy tokens for happiness. <laughs> well, or the Sims, can I'm you? Sure you can. And we all know the Sims is real. Well, shit. You know what? What? Buy if you want to take it down a linear approach. You got your Sims, right? Mm-hmm. You buy them some cool, like some cool stuff. Some school, some school stuff <laughs> that keeps them entertained. That happiness goes up. Then they get married, have kids, buy more stuff for those stupid kids. Just like real life, you mm-hmm. got to keep them occupied. They think they're happy, but they're not happy. They're just greedy little they're fucks. miserable inside. They Bitches. realize they're in a in a in a in a computer program, and then they try to revolt. According to Elon Musk, we are in a virtual reality That'd video be pretty game. Pretty neat. Um, think about it though the way technology is going we could and i always see this health bar right here i don't know what that means but i just swat it away oh see i I envision it more like zelda i see heart containers (laughs) or is it like call of duty where everything just kind of gets red everything shrouds in and all you need is just to hide behind a box i don't know about you but i often get shot just amongst my day yeah but it's weird because I can usually take like 50 to 100 bullets in one go. And I'm and really bad for dropping frags. I know. But, you know, once I hit that like uh, maximum damage thing when killing zombies, what mm. was that? That double points. <laughs> double points. Double points. That's a really old reference. That was from the very Call of Duty first World zombie at one. War. Yeah. Was it World at Yeah. Because that was the very first time they had zombies and you and I were playing it hardcore. <sighs> We and, played that way too much. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember we got on like a thing like me, you, Zach, Travis. We would just take just turns trying to lo- yeah. like how many thousands we could kill. Well, and how many at what level we could get to. But yes. Okay. <laughs> We're getting a little Tangent. off topic. Can uh, money buy happiness. Let's get back on to the choo-choo train of happiness. Um, wow. <laughs> choo-choo. All aboard. Um, no, I. Okay. I definitely think money can kind of help with happiness but i still think happiness you don't need to be have money to be happy though no but at the same time it's for me it's kind of like okay do you go straight for it and say that money can buy happiness or can money buy things? you're doing trump fingers again (laughs) sorry can money buy things that (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't see that but how would you describe that i would describe that as how would you describe like that? a like a like a hands uh, a hands down palms wristed palms down shuffling jazz my fingers <laughs> yeah shuffle jazz fingers <laughs> we'll have to do a gif of that shuffling jazz fingers <laughs> so anyway um but to me like from from my point of view i find that money can buy instant happiness but not not um longevity of happiness is there a difference between gratification and happiness though because i do believe you can buy gratification like you're gratified by the fact if you buy a new car that's cool mm -hmm. you'll be dead bored with it in a month well yes and it's like that with video games or gambling or whatever like you can be you can be gratified or like ah that's awesome but then or when say uh the instance of oh i'm gonna go back and uh reinstall the sims on my computer i'll be gratified for a week yeah and then i'm like why the fuck did i do this 20 gigs out the door (laughs) um but then yeah because i think happiness at least for me personally is something that i i personally think you can't buy happiness because you can buy things that will you'll get enjoyment out of or gratification out of but i think eventually you will get bored with it where like I'm more happy when I'm around my friends or around family members that I love or stuff like that. That's true happiness. But 
if I'm home alone and I have oodles of money, but nobody's around or nobody to talk to, and I could just buy a shit ton of crap, yeah, I'll be probably satisfied for a bit, but eventually I'll just be like, uh, and just be like, oh, this is boring. And well, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive in the sense that just because you have that money doesn't also mean that you won't also have family or friends yeah and then that's usually a product of building your foundation before you have money anyway yeah and then then that begs the question if you are with family members or loved ones or friends or whatever could could money make it more happy well and see that's what i kind of think is because i get the sense that i don't think you can have a strong foundation of happiness if what you are focused on is material goods and this kind of goes back to what we were talking it was probably a couple of weeks ago now when we talked about minimalism yeah. and jigamarees. <laughs> Episode six, I think it was. But anyway, um, I do kind of feel that the less I have in terms of material things, the less things I'm stressing about because less things you have to take care of or less mm-hmm. things you have to just think about in general. And you usually do find a little bit of like weird fulfillment in your life out of simplicity, kind yeah. of. And that being that, if you build the strong foundation before you have money, I do believe that having money on top of your happiness can then just ex- add icing ex- to the cake. Yeah, basically yeah. extend it to a point. Because cake is great by itself, but when you put icing on it, it's that much better. Mm-hmm. Especially so, when it's money icing. <laughs> <laughs> when it's, well, I don't know if icing made out of money would taste very. I mean, good. it would taste like very. A lot of people touched it. <laughs> Ew, gross. Um, yeah, I think that's where you and I differ a lot in regards to to things, having things. Like, I do have a lot of crap. Um, where <laughs> As evidenced by the fact that you label it as crap. Oh, I know it's crap. Like, I have over 2,000 comics. I have over 200 movies. Um, and, yeah, like, I enjoy having the movies and stuff like that. Actually, I was talking about this to somebody the other day about collecting um, and he was because HMV is HMV is normally a British company, right? And then it came to Canada. I don't think it's American. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, anyways, HMV is a place where in Canada where you can buy. It's like a Best Buy, but just with movies and music. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, where you buy movies and music and stuff like that. It's going out of business in April, and I was talking to a customer, and he was saying, he's like, I'm really surprised with they're going out of business. And I was like, why, though? I'm like, you're taking a business model on the two things that are the highest pirated thing out there. And he's like, well, what about like collectors and stuff like that? I'm like, okay, coming from, I'm a movie fan. I have a lot of movies, but even since I've gotten good internet... I've cut back a lot on buying... Like, I used to go out every single Tuesday, buy at least one movie, be it a new movie or... An when old we one. were, like, in college years, I was constantly chastising you yeah. for buying movies. Yeah, and because I do like collecting movies, but I don't collect them in the same sense as, as collecting... It's not nostalgic to you, like, really. Well, well, unless you want to buy a movie that you've had before or, like, they're doing a fancy Well, see, that's the thing. The film, quote-unquote itself is nostalgic in terms of memory but really like dvds and their bookcases like in in unless you had an original like vhs print of ninja turtles yeah like i have the original trilogy of star wars uh on vhs i don't have a vhs player though i want to get one um hipster yeah but uh 
because I, I collect movies and comic books. Um, and now I, the only reason I really collect movies is because I like movies. I don't collect them to collect them because I think they're going to be worth something. No. Now with comic books, I do collect comic books because I do like comic books. And But then there's also a side of my comic book collection that I do collect older ones that are worth a little something. And he's he's in the particular individual that I was talking to was like, yeah, but it's pretty much just like comic books. I'm like, no, because movies aren't going to be worth anything um, down the road because there'll be a new format that's going to be out like HD DVDs and Blu-rays. They were cool. Well, DVDs. And then like now they have them 4K. So Blu-ray is eventually going to be obsolete, which it's going to be worth well, there's nothing. No, there's nothing. It's it's just kind of a thing where there's nothing rare or valuable about something that's in a digitized format exactly. because it can be replicated and is replicated so easily. Yeah. Blockbuster going out of business. Like, honestly, it's like what you said. It's not at all surprising that HMV is going out of business yeah. because nobody buys these items anymore. Yeah. And it, I'm not saying nobody. I'm saying the There's mass- more people who don't buy it then like yeah they thrived on a business model that fell off and yes there are still people that will collect and buy movies but on mass you're doing something that is just kind of a dying breed it's going the same way as records same way as cds yeah there will be people who will hang on to these technologies but they will not be the mass consumption that they are and and uh it's like uh, last quarter ipads you know for all the revolution that they brought about ipads fell like 25 percent like sales in the last quarter of this year. Oh yeah, and wasn't it a year or two ago when when tablets in general like fell hard yeah. in regards to sales? And like the ab, uh, the iPad is like the quintessential tablet. Where it's like, oh, it's the best. Like at least in other people's yeah. opinions. But you know the flagship kind of bringer of like, tablets. Yeah, it, and, and that's the thing. Like it's, um, but me owning those movies now, I look at them, and yeah, there'll be times where. With certain movies, I will still go out and buy, opposed to downloading them digitally because I'm either a fan of the director or an actor in it or the movie in general, um, and mostly the special features. Um, Because I'm pretty sure uh, if you buy like a movie off iTunes or something, it doesn't come with special features. So if you're a movie buff like myself that likes to know how movies are made, then that adds a little bit more. Well, that's the thing. Reason I'm more interested in. Now, not necessarily in movies, but in most things in general, I want to know the behind the scenes to like, in terms of my work, I want to know more about what companies do behind the scenes to do their marketing or this or how they're building their websites. I like, I can look anywhere and see, like, I can go on TV, I can find this movie, I can go on Netflix and probably find the same movie. I can do this, I can do that. It's streaming, it's in theater. And there's just so many fucking movies, I don't care. (laughs) Well, and also like... Before um, pirating and Netflix and stuff were big, um, people didn't know how to do that. So they would still go to Walmart and buy a DVD or whatever, or HMV and buy a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. But um, I kind of forget where I was going to go with this. Oh, and then they'll watch it once and then go to a pawn shop and trade it in. Whereas me, I I am the type of person that is totally cool with re-watching movies over again. Like, the amount of times I've watched Hot Fuzz, the amount of times I've, like we've talked before, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, I watch them usually once a year. Um, any of the DC movies or Marvel movies, I'll usually watch once a year. Um, and even some obscure small movies I'll rewatch over and over again. Whereas I think the general public, who are just general moviegoers, it'll be one and done. 
like they'll watch it once and it's totally disposable. So when pirating Netflix and all that kind of stuff became more prevalent, 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 there you go, um, that kind of rendered that void because the only people that would buy movies are people who watch it over and over again, like myself, which is a small, uh, it's just a fraction of that. People just don't have the attention span these days. Exactly. Like I'm totally comfortable with just hanging out by myself one night and putting on Lord of the Rings and watching the whole thing from beginning to end. It's kind of interesting because I, as you know, I hate most of the Marvel movies that are being put out now. Yeah. But I find I've watched Age of Ultron multiple times, literally because the movie is so dumb and takes so little thought that I put it on as background music because I'm not going to pay attention to it. Exactly. And you just don't need to. They're just totally disposable. It's like something I can just watch while I'm working on stuff because it's something that's going on. But like I've watched a lot of movies over and over again. Not even that they necessarily have like rewatchability to them. I just, they're there. Well, and then there's the other movies out there that, that make you kind of want to rewatch them um like a memento movie the movie memento was one of christopher nolan's first early movies and it is one of those movies where like fight club once you know the twist at the end it's cool to rewatch it and go now that i know what happens let's see there's things i'm gonna pick up exactly and and for a real big movie buff and somebody who enjoys the making of movies also looking into like rewatching a movie once you learn oh, this particular cinematographer made this movie too. Let's see how this is different in, in the shots and whatnot. The, now, this is getting totally off topic. Of, I was going to say, we really died, <laughs> We really got off the can money by happiness yeah. thing. But um, but yeah, like, I, you know what? If tomorrow all my movies exploded and disappeared, I wouldn't, I'd be pissed off, but I wouldn't be sad. I would still just be as happy as I am now. So in regards to that, like the only way that I think... I don't, I'm trying to use an example as to how you could make my life more happy with money, though. Like, I, I don't really like to travel, so going traveling wouldn't really do anything for me. Buying uh, either a new computer or a new system or a new well, camera. I guess those things are sort of subjective in a sense. Like, the one thing that it kind of makes sense for me and will make sense more down the road, I do believe completely in the notion that money can buy back time and time True. can be used to make happiness. Like that's one thing like in terms of people's work or all the hustle and bustle that's kind of going on in their life. Most people really complain. Now some of them have legitimate complaints and some of them don't, but people are always going, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Yeah. I do feel like if people could just get a little bit of money, because a lot of people, when they say I don't have enough time, you know, they're fighting for their bills. They're fighting for their stupid ass mortgages. Yeah. Or electricity bills. Yeah. Ugh. But I find that if people could just outsource a lot of things, like, oh, I can't do laundry today. You know what? Pay a maid service or a, a laundry service. It would just it so, instantly take yeah, some time away. Basically pay a maid service to do your laundry or clean your house so you can go out with your kids and have a good time. Yeah, and that's and that's different because you're not necessarily... You're not buying it. Well, you're not getting money in the sense because a lot of people think well oh, money can't buy yeah. you know money will make me happy but in, if you're trading money for happiness yeah. you kind of can because yeah I, I guess there's two coins to that question because getting money won't necessarily make you happy but using money, money to make effective could life decisions make you happy i see okay yeah because think about the amount of people out there that win the lottery and their lives are ruined yeah yeah like it 
all of a sudden and that that goes mainly just because you need to have the right person <laughs> you know and unfortunately the majority of people who win lotteries are either deadbeats or rough well, people or people people who win lotteries are people who, who statistic <laughs> who statistically buy more lottery tickets the yeah. people who buy more lottery tickets are people who think their chances are good now once in a while somebody's going to win a nice golden egg it's kind of like the whole house flipping thing we yeah. talked about last week once in a while somebody flips a house and makes a good a return on their investment the majority of people are just blowing money on their mortgages over 25 well, years wasn't it but just because one person wins does not make it good for every oh, i'm gonna buy a lottery ticket well, was it last year that the huge Powerball in the U.S. was where it was like the sixty million one? I think. Yeah, and or like, it might have been. More and weren't than they that. like a hundred dollars a ticket though? Yeah, I don't know. And like people were like asking for money on Kickstarters and stuff to buy, and like people were literally using their life savings, and I think their chances of winning were like one in two hundred million or something yeah. like that. Like that's ridiculous, and that's a whole other topic about gambling. But yeah, the majority of the time when people win, and you were. Uh, like we said, that they just end up blowing their money or ruining their lives or people come out of nowhere and go, hey, give me money because, you know, I'm your third cousin twice removed and you owe me even though we've never met. So it's just, it's, ugh, yeah. Well, and like, I don't know if I already made this point, but it's like it, it really comes down to if you have the right frame of mind going into either coming into money or you already have money and you're going to spend it on something, that's one thing. But drop $50,000 on a coke head and you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, do you, I think if if either of us won the lottery or won a big portion of money, I think we'd be I was okay. actually thinking about this the other day. And I don't think it was in relation to this episode, but I was just thinking about some of the things I would do. And most of it, like, other than, would be like... reasonable? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, putting some money away, buying some bonds for my nieces and nephews... And like donating to charities are most of the things you I would mean do. You wouldn't go buy like a private jet and invest it into some like some one individual's company that. No, because <laughs> now they have like Uber sharing services for jets. <laughs> and I'm like, if I ever wanted to have that, it's there's kind of a rule if uh, instead of buying things, can you, for a one time experience that you want, can you rent it? And they have like those pay $2,000, take a private jet trip on yeah. your whatever. I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to go on a private jet once. I don't need one. I don't need to buy one. Yeah, you know, I, I would probably first just buy a nice car and then take a trip somewhere. Or I buy like a, um, a Winnebago. Um, a Winnebago. Yeah, 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 one of those things. And Or no, you know what? I'd rent one. I'd rent one because you can do that. <laughs> rent one and drive, that's reasonable. and drive across Canada. <laughs> Or drive down to the U.S. or somewhere. Yeah, I think I would probably do the same. Because I don't want to own one. Well, no, if I have lots of money, I don't want one. Yeah, I'd own like a small one. Like I'm kind of torn because I'd want to do it sort of in luxury. Like I'd want to rent a full RV, but then it's like I don't want to drive a full RV. Exactly. That's my thinking too. Yeah, like, like why it's would fine, I need... It's fine down the highway, but going through a city or yeah. like you're going through a village. But you can buy like really nice medium-sized ones. Yeah, it's not like you need a ton of space. Yeah, no, especially if you're just doing There are houses yourself. that are smaller than RVs. <laughs> Brain Sandwich is produced and edited by us, Tommy and Justin. If you want to hear more episodes, check out our website at brainsandwich.com. That's brain, S-A-M-I-C-H.com. You'll be able to find links to our social pages such as Twitter and Facebook. So come say hi. We always reply. Also, remember to give us a review on iTunes. It helps out the show a lot and we really appreciate it. Lastly, if you want to listen to special unaired or hidden episodes of Brain Sandwich, you can sign up for our free mailing list on our site. We'll also be giving away exclusive perks and rewards. 